Welcome back to another episode. It's your boy G Swizz, joined by the Dolos here, but we are not just by ourselves. We're here with the GOAT, the GOAT, our boy Geeter. You are, you are the GOAT. You are the GOAT. You are a GOAT. MC of the, oh, used to be the MC of the AVP, the best to ever do it. Now, the voice of the Lakers. Geeter, thanks so much for having us on, man. man thanks on, for hopping uh, on. Obviously, just, uh, if you want to hold, hold it, no, no, you hold it. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. I'm going to go like, by the way, honor. To be on this podcast, we had to wait for you. Honors us. We yeah. weren't. We weren't doing it. I was coming through for without sure. you. For this one, I was coming through for sure. And our mutual good friend Vicky Dennis, she and I were talking mm-hmm. about you guys, and I was right. telling her how much I loved all the stuff you were doing. Right. And she's like, "Those are my guys." So that's <laughs> how it all came about. I'm like, I want to be on. I want to be a guest. <laughs> Let me roll it out. And, and we just manifest. Got, exactly manifest. Yeah. Do you believe in man? Do you believe in manifest? Yes, things? dude. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Honestly, every job I've ever gotten, I swear, I like saw it in my head. Like, how do I get it? What What's the path I have to go on? And listen, it doesn't mean you're always going to get it, but right. absolutely, I believe in it, man. Put it That's out there. So, That's so sick. We kind of, we, we were just talking a little beforehand here just about the volleyball community yeah. itself. And you just, the amount of history and knowledge Oof. that you have. How, well, how long have you been in this area? Are you born so, and raised in here? Born and raised in SoCal. Okay. I'm 50. And Don't look like it. Don't Thank play like it. Yeah, don't play like it either. Don't play like it. Hold on, Solstice champ. Hey. Finally won a four man. Finally won a four man. So I grew up uh, in a little place called the Valley. Went okay. to uh, Cal v. State Northridge, Harvard of the West Coast. Hey. Uh, all my homies who like to heckle uh, Northridge. I'm like, dude, sorry you didn't get in, bro. <laughs> so so, and then I moved out to uh, Santa Monica, and then eventually the South Bay, and I've been here for the last 20 years. Um, so my kids are, you know, born and raised here. But yeah, I'm so, I've, you know what's weird? I've never lived anywhere else. Which is also Did, like, there's something in me that is a little bit of a, yearning. Yeah. Yes. That's like, how I was a Hawaii. jealous of like, because listen, we all played men's volley. Right. Which, by the way, I wouldn't give it up for anything in the world. But my initial path was hoops. So I probably would have had to go somewhere to play a smaller right. college right. hoops. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that was probably, so I'm always like, God, I hope my kids go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know what See I mean? See the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little. Yeah. Just to kind of know, you always want to know where home it's is. It's valuable, for sure. Isn't that for how sure. it is in Hawaii, too? Yeah, my parents wanted me to leave, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Th- that, I had an opportunity. That's always an interesting thing, because, you know, my era, Mikey Lambert... Sean yeah. Scott, Leela Grand, Steino, the list goes on and on of some phenomenal players. Um, it was interesting who, you know, Sean Scott stayed, but the rest, yeah. Steino, you see, like, right? So yeah. it was interesting how, I think, for you guys who were on the island the whole time, chance yeah. to come to the mainland, right? It, yeah, it was pushed by my parents. I would have yeah. stayed easily. Yeah. I would have stayed. Even the Crab Brothers, right? Never the Kibbins, yeah. Try, they all. They all, they all yeah. left. I think this, when you get an opportunity, I think, at least for my parents, they're saying, like, yeah. you can always come back home. You don't get this opportunity too often, so you take know, it, go learn. Yeah, it's not gonna be the easiest route. The easiest is stay home. But you must love going home. Oh, yeah, it's the yeah. best, oh, right? Big time, big time. And I never get to go home anymore. Yeah. We're on the road so much. Yeah, that's we're so on true. the road so much. So. That's so true. Yeah, so you probably appreciate it a, ton, a lot when a you. Ton. It almost doesn't feel like there's a disconnect though that you never sure. had before. Like you that's go home and you're like. Dang, this is what this place looks like. It's been so long. Oh, that's crazy. So that's a little sad. At did times. it hurt? Yeah, did that hurt? At times, you're just like, man, this place I used to know so well. It doesn't feel like, that's... like, like, will you guys eventually go back to NorCal, or is it, is it a thing where uh, we be like go back to? Sit? I don't know. We we usually just go back to visit. Yeah. We, but we yeah, we travel all the, like. Plus, you have this van to live in. 
this true. this summer. I'm not over. Like, yes, sir. <laughs> we live all over the country. Yeah. This summer we really like San Diego. San Diego is really so San Diego. my brother's down. So my mom and dad moved to San Diego when I went to college. Right. So oh. they lived down there the whole time. Now just my mom. My dad passed five years ago. My brother lives down there. He went to San Diego State. He never came home. So I have a lot of like love for San Diego. Fantastic. Our only vacations in my life growing up, we took a <laughs> camper from the valley to San Diego and we just surf along the, you know, we camp. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, so in my mind, that's I thought San Diego trip. was 10 hours away. It's two. Yeah, it feels but like that's what we could that do, do right? We camper. Yeah. So I have a lot of love, dude. A lot of love for San Diego. I know I'm drawn to it. I feel like one day, one day at the Del Mar, Solana Beach area, yeah. Cardiff, those, oh man, I love those areas. We were talking about maybe next, even next summer, I don't even know. Yeah. We were saying maybe like Oceanside or something like that. Dude, the brothers are going to put some roots down? That's where my mom is. <laughs> maybe. Could, could, I don't know. We're kind of nomads though. Yeah. The, the tour, like us, like, yeah. like being home is like cool, but like I, I live So tour. both single, home. right? Yes. So you guys yes. can really do whatever you want. Hey, Micah yes. cannot do whatever he wants. That's okay? a good point. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I mean. I, I got kids, I got a dog, you guys already met right. the dog, Zephy. Uh, my wife's so like, but man, you guys came here, so you can put it down wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, we're out in a year. That's so Nashville. true. Nashville, we talked about Nashville. The, Wait, why is that place so on fire? It's, Everyone it's says awesome. it's so good. It's so awesome. I can't believe I've never been to Nashville. It's, I've been it's all over awesome. this country. Yeah. Nashville is like, it's like the right, we're the right age as well, yeah. you know, for it. Because mm -hmm. a lot of time it's like, you guys like, are the rays. Yeah, we, Yo. we, we were just in Re Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and we were just walking on the boardwalk. It's yeah. like 16 year olds. I'm like, I love it here, but I could not live here. Like, <laughs> Nashville's pretty, and I'll tell you why. You guys can start a whole new business because that is the bachelorette capital of the world. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden we're doing clinics, we're doing yeah. all kinds of things for the bachelorette party. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'm thinking about a long time. <laughs> the Worsley boy yeah. is, uh, was called Party Buster. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Party Buster. But you know what's funny is I've actually been to Nashville and I've been to Tennessee, but I've never raised there, so I feel like I haven't yeah. been there. But I haven't been to downtown. Do you try and raise everywhere? You go. <laughs> I haven't been there. I haven't been there. I have really know the area. I have been, been around. Dude, I have been interviewed <laughs> around this world so many times. No one's ever asked me that question. That was a top three question. What are the Uzbeks, baby? Dude, that the is Uzbeks. so good. <laughs> That should be my new thing. Like, if you haven't raged in that city, you don't If you remember it, you haven't been there, bud. <laughs> you've been there. That's, that's so good. good. That's good. But you know, for, I, I want I want to get back yeah. on. We talked about it before. Solstice champion. Yeah, huge shout out. Good, we we when, when we travel, like you're, we were just talking, about, we travel a lot. We go on the road. People ask us about the foreman. You know, the videos we do. We talk about it a lot. It's so fun. How would you describe to somebody from the outside the foreman community down here in the South Bay? So everybody knows the six man game indoor men women and everyone's probably heard of the Manhattan six man yep. just because of its history. But what's even, I'm not gonna say it's bigger because the six man, as we always say, is mm -hmm. is the granddaddy, yeah. it's the Super Bowl of everything. The four man community is huge because that's what everyone plays because I can play it at 50. Yeah. Right? Like my role used to be a setter, which is a B. So it's an A, B, C, D. Right. Everyone yeah. knows this probably that listens to your podcast, right? Like the A's your hitter, the B is your setter, the C is kind of your. Your libero type, and then the D is your homie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guy or a girl. The D shows up, and you don't know what your inspiration is. If your D is decent, you got a shot to win the tournament. It's pretty amazing. Um, and they play line D. Let's go. But um, 
So the four-man community is so big here because everyone plays it every weekend. And then come summertime, there's major tournaments, right? It starts yeah, off yeah. at the Memorial yeah. at 16th Street, uh, Street for Greg Akatebi, uh, the, 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 the brother of the great Scott Akatebi. Um, and then there's the Solstice, which is the one we all love, the 21st homies here in Hermosa Beach. I mean, there's the 4th of July, there's yeah. the Oosh, there's the, you know, the Sea Wright that's been around for 60 years, the Berry Bob that's been around for over 30 years, Labor Day, which is kind of the which one. Is huge. Now, Labor Tell Day. Tell about Labor Day. So Labor Day, so I, I don't know how you guys would feel. We used to call it the majors, right? Solstice a major, um, Barry Bob and Seawright were majors, and Labor Day, of course. Now, Memorial and Fourth of July, they all want to be majors too, so that's up for debate. I don't play in those as much, okay. so I'll stay away from that debate. The Labor Day would have to be the Super Bowl because of the money, money. involved. Yeah. And for how those of you that don't, okay, so it's called a Calcutta. So there's 32 teams, A, B, C, D, all all men. It's all one gender. So do they have a girls' version of it? Um, you know what? They a memorial. They do. They do the next day. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. The next yeah, day yeah, they yeah. do. I'm sorry. So bikini. And open. it's a two-day tournament. Yes, it's a two-day tournament, and it's 32 teams, A, B, C, D, and you. It takes a few hours to start because in the morning, you you auction off all the teams. It's right. Kind of yeah, so that. you have syndicates, right? Like say the three of us are a team and we are pooling our money. We're bidding on teams. Mm -hmm. We're the owners of that team. So mm -hmm. say we buy Gage's team yeah. for two grand. We go to Gage and we go to Gage's team and we say, hey, we bought you guys for 2K. By the way, there's Stu. There's my neighbor. He's a great guy. What's up, Stu? Welcome to the podcast, Stu. Are you? Yeah, 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 get on camera. On, yeah, get on camera. <laughs> Pop your head in, pop your head in. we got to get this thing driving. Yeah, yeah, nothing's ever live anymore, Stu. We're good. You guys are yeah. mobile? No, we're not mobile. Stu, oh, Stu we will be soon. A, yeah. By the way, we'll Stu puts out a huge barbecue out here. That's the greatest thing ever. It goes across the whole street. Stu, you got to pop your head and look at the camera. Stu is... What's uh, up? Yeah. <laughs> Stu and his wife, Louisa, four kids. They live right here. They're honestly the greatest neighbors you could ever have. Yeah, we'll be but, cooking on yeah. oak. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot cooking of cooking on oak is yeah. what we say. Yeah, I'll be cooking on wine. You guys are like invited. Your burger. You're always invited. So that's Stu, everybody. Back to you guys. So. So you, so I would go to Gage, we would go to Gage's team and we'd say, we are, we bought you guys for 2000. You guys come up with half the money. So you own half the team. So four people, that'd be 250 a guy. Cause you're responsible for a thousand. Right. Now some people go, dude, I don't just have the mm -hmm. money and, and, and you got to deal with that yeah. and you figure it out. It's okay. <clears throat> the pot got up to over 90,000 the last few years. Holy. Now the winner gets, I believe it's half. That's like 45 K. Yeah. So that goes to the owners, and if you all bought in, you're getting half. We're oh, half. And it's I cash it's, money. It's, it's the most. Wait, incredible. so they're literally like counting the ca the dude, cash is there? Yes. Do they have security? It's in a bowl, dude. It's amazing. Oh, oh, I oh my god, oh, dude, in a bowl. In the championship bowl, dude. Higher security? The money in the bowl. Do they have oh, hitting that bowl? And I'm nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, dude. Ninety grand. No. Now, nowadays, gotta be security. But it was. It's been so epic. And then, by the way, so. The money game is what's important, right? That's the semis and the finals. You're getting something if yeah. you're in the semis. I've lost twice in the quarters. Mm. Yeah, That's and, tough. It, and it's it's t it's always tough because there's just that little extra something on the line. Mm. It's tough to lose the sixer. It's tough when you lose in solstice, right? Yeah, but yeah. there's something about losing in Labor Day that just feels it hits a little so bit. Close money's on the line. And they by the way, have like, a good yeah. time. Dude, and this is what might be hard for people to understand. You could be a D. Without any volleyball experience, yes. and get on a team that you wins, can win and you're making big money. money in a tournament with yeah. very like 
Mediocre skill. For all the homies that don't play a lot of volley, like maybe you golf, like you know how you play skins with your friends and there's money on the line? Even it could be a little bit of money and you're putting, it just it hits you different. Mm-hmm. Right? Like and you're like, how does a guy stand over a million dollars? Yeah. Right? Right. Like, that's it with volley. Like it, when there's yeah. money on the line, it's it's <laughs> it's pretty cool. So Labor Day I would put is the Super Bowl. Yeah. I would put the six man just as maybe right. like the thing because I and I think that's just all of our community uh-huh. that believes that because of the party atmosphere because it comes people come from all over for it and it's such like a, I don't know it's more of like a badge of of you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. won the six yeah, yeah, right yeah. like you guys are going to do at some point right? at some it's point maybe it's coming lion stalls it's coming Lion's you're at that age. Where my team Fletch finally won. Nineteen ninety five was our first. But who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> five five later. Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, and I got two masters. Really? So in twenty seventeen was my Seven. first year playing forty and over and Fletch. And I would run over and hang with the two two six, Delmar, Delmar homies, speaking of San Diego, right. Judd Bushro, that whole crew, oh. Al Jance from Oakley, that whole crew. They have a squad and I played for them and won double gold. Double, Double gold. gold is sick. Double gold is fun. That's crazy. Double gold is yes. Which, you know, you know you what's funny about all those games, dude? I was going, well. Out. What's funny is day one, the focus was on Fletch. Yeah. And I'd run over and play a little bit two yeah. six. Yeah. Day two was like as Fletch got rolling, it was hard. So, uh, dude, I was going yeah. back and forth. It was crazy. That's was crazy. good. Fun. You remember my my role as Fletch has always been bullhorn with press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speeches. Like back in the day, I played a lot more. Um, I've, you know, I'd set some games, but now it's like play very little. That was my role with Fletch at the end was just more like, so I was playing for two, six. So I would run over play. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my role of Fletch for, for years has always been, it's funny, man. It's just been like whatever rule, you know, you, you, Kind of the OG. I was like, yeah, so organize. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and Keep then. down to the court. Dude, it's oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, guys? So, the six man, the Manhattan six man, is the greatest party of all time for you viewers who've never heard of it. Yeah. And, and, and there's phenomenal parties, but it used to be Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And there would be 100 teams involved. Now there's 28. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, and Saturday was just pandemonium. Everybody was there, men, women, every uh, the, the masters, and people started like once YouTube hit, it became a top ten party destination, like E Entertainment put In the up nation. there. Then it became a little too much, and I think that's when the city yeah. struck it down. And this yeah. is more two thousand nine or ten. But the six man's been going on for over fifty years, right? Sixty years, and it, it's been everyone dresses up and you play real six man volleyball. But what was so cool about it was day two is was Sunday, and now it's Saturday. Day two kind of just felt like just the volleyball community because all those people who would come in yeah, from wherever, gone. they're gone. Yeah. So it's just the best teams. And the vo- I think what, what people were drawn to is the volleyball yeah. was electric with, you know, you get the best players in the world playing all dressed up Yeah. in a six-man Crazy. style game. And for the people that don't know six-man, there's digs, there's yeah. levels. It's so ridiculous. different. It's so different. The level's ridiculous. So that's what was so cool. And on Sunday, back then, only 16 teams made day two. And that first match was an elimination match. Okay. So it was a, or it might have been, was it, I think it went to, I'm sorry, it went to 32 teams. So the first match was elimination match. Then you get to 16 and you go double limb. Okay. So oh, the first match was whoa, the death first, match yeah. is what we called it. And it was at 9 a.m. Everyone would come to that beach just completely yeah. faced from the night before, hung over. You couldn't find guys. I have a, a, a legitimate, a legitimate, accolade for me is I am 6-0 and in that game because I knew at Fletch 
for a bunch of years, I would be the guy to set that. Yeah, 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 there were guys. They will remain. Match. They will remain nameless. Matty O, my boy, Matty Younger. <laughs> he was never ready, <laughs> but he would take the mantle and lead us all the time. But I always knew that I had to be. Dude, I, I mean, I showed up in jeans one time, like, but I would be ready. <laughs> I would be ready to go because that was my moment. So, and you can't lose that first game back yeah, then because yeah, yeah. you're out. And what would happen was all of a sudden you'd be like, dude, what at 12 streets and 10-10? And your game, everyone would run over. So you would just see. Yeah. So it had a real old school feel of. What like, were the top, yeah. say, five teams back then? There's a back hundred then, teams. Yeah, I always like. I'm going to put Fletch first, always, because yeah. that's what I have to do, as you guys would too. 12th Street is still rocking and rolling. Won they it won last, last year because they've re-upped and they got yeah. They're the homies. Like they 12, were, last year, they came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, 12th Street is they're local bunch of Costa Redondo guys that grew up together. <clears throat> 12th Street, Fletch, Good Stuff was one of the original OG teams, I would say. Good On the stuff. down, though, I hear. Is that true? Well, no, because all their sons are now rising and playing. Oh, and they're true. back. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so back, oh, uh, the team that we all would fight with, but we loved them as friends, but was Magnum. And they would dress up like Magnum Smash. Oh my like condoms. gosh, those so, guys so, are nuts. Are you about condoms? That's where Stein Ventura No, Magnum is in the, the TV like Magnum character. condoms? No, oh, TV Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. I was like, wow, people yeah. with condoms out there. Magnum condoms. Dude, Brett Rosenmeier and Stein played on that yes. team. The but, original Magnum. So yeah, those okay. were the, oh, the Dave McKenzie, who you guys might uh -huh. not, uh, whose Rich. sister is Joy Ferberinger, brother-in-law Matt Ferberinger, one of the great six-man. The debate is always who's the greatest six-man player of all time. And? Dave, it's always between Dave McKenzie and his brother-in-law Matt Ferberinger. Like people Seriously. will say, Lambo had it for a short window, but Lambo didn't do it like Furby did it from age 20 to 45. He won the six or four. He's got like six titles. So like, and Jeez. Dave McKenzie's well, got seven. about four. You got seven though. Yeah. <laughs> but who's you're, counting? You're counting my master. <laughs> so, so like those teams, like, oh, and then like, the you guys wouldn't know, but they're all probably 38 to 40. You'd probably know, but Aaron Wachfogel's group, they're now Rage All Night. Um, they were, uh, they were El Gringo for years. El Gringo? Uh, yeah, they won it. Okay. So like, you know, those were all. Is, are they done down there? It's done down there, dude. That's wild. That was my spot. Yeah, that's wild. So, yeah, that's, you know, the six-man evolved over you, And it would be like anything else. Recruiting guys, guy, you know. Yeah. Pay, do you guys pay? Do you guys ever pay? I'd love that you ask me that. The core never pays. You sure. don't pay for a guy to play on your team. There is a team that does so. There is a team there that pays. There is a pays. team. <clears throat> a certain <clears throat> insect, insect uh, yeah. team out there. Eight legs. Uh, Eight legs. A lot listen, of eyes. Listen, man. A lot of money. What do you think about that? We, we yeah, what do you Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, you're the, the community you're, think about that? You, what are you paying, dude? I mean, no, but what does but the no, community well, yeah, think yeah. about money being brought into the six man? It, it makes, in, in, in Magnum, uh, uh, so um, Los Muchachos was a team that was awesome for a few years. And, uh, you know, there's always rumors that my boy Jazzy would pay some people. Uh, you know, there's always a rumor good stuff paid George Romain. There was always the spiders paying. George Romain. I love it because it gives you something to absolutely mm -hmm. heckle. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuel to the fire, baby. You're paying for your friends. Why don't you go join the the Sig apps down at the UCLA? <laughs> <Flat> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, just so that part, like, you're not the core. It's great to heckle it. Deep down, I don't care. Yeah. But like, it's we're material. not doing that, it's dude. Material. That's not couple soul. drinks in you and that's everything. Not, yeah, that's <laughs> not soul. Yeah, that's not. 
Six man's about your soul. Yeah. It's about your soul. You either have it in there, like That's the true. six man gets you and it you know, we always said it's 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 New Year's Eve, it's the fourth of July, it's Christmas all in one, dude. It's that's what I, for us that's what the six man was for all these years. And I heard like I heard insane stories. People like said people running down like from the police station and stuff. Guys, just like people <laughs> passed know, out, like I know like the older generation, you always want to build up what was mm-hmm. because in your you mind want- it was the greatest yeah, thing ever it was totally. the most fun right and you guys will see that in your lifetime right like when you were a kid what was the best thing right so the six man but the truth about the six man was it was such a tradition and the culture of it was so rad that like on friday you were lined up with your posse because they would just open the and you had to be a homie to get like front row once they opened the little velvet rope Everyone's running down for their real estate because back then you had to set up your tents on Friday at three o'clock and it was mass hysteria, people sprinting down. And as that grew and the culture of that grew, all of a sudden you'd see people laying on their beach towels out by lifeguard nine and all of a sudden they'd pop up. (laughs) (laughs) People were doing it. Sneaky. We got smart. Just like you guys of your era, you get wise. How do we bury me in the sand? Get me down. How do you beat the system? It's the same in 1989. We're figuring out how to beat the system. Just like you are in 2022, like, oh, I'm going to have the homie lay the towel down and just pop up. Because, like, early early years, six man, it was about, like, I believe it was about being on the wall. Mm -hmm. And then it changed. What's the wall? So, you know, like, the strand side wall right over, like, near Shellback. Yes. And then there was. They put the six man. I never never even looked. Then, then it became about Oceanside. Mm. You wanted to be Oceanside. So you can run to the water, and it was 12th Street, Fletch, good stuff. You couldn't get into flat that road, dude, unless you were some. You had to be something. Oh, we're kicking you out. Like wow. you became a home. If you were, if you were a made man or you were a winner, you got, you were on, it. and you're like, dude, you, wow, you'd see Barney setting up, so and you'd be like, sick. you'd be like, dude, you're out. Like you're not setting up here. Any fights? Oh. Any fights happen? No, but it, well, that's a good question. That's what I think started to end it as yeah. we knew it because it started because people were coming from all over that you yes. know and people are drinking. And I so, heard that. So it became about, there was a great 10-year window where it became about your tent and how can you decorate your tent. DJs, disco balls, like dude, we did the Forum Club because we were the Lakers, we were Fletch. Wow. For those of you that don't know what Fletch is, it's the 1985 classic, Chevy Chase, Fletch, Laker uniform wig. That's what we all love that movie growing up. That's okay. why we became Fletch. Okay, there's a scene where he dreams and he plays for the Lakers. That's how we started Fletch. It was our favorite movie growing wow, up. The yeah. inside so, scoop. So like, this is sick. Yeah. So we, you know, you start to like. Do you know the stories know. about other like good oh, stuff? Oh yes. Well, how did, why so, is it dude, good stuff? good stuff were the first guys to dress up. They started wearing primitive print, long shorts, robes. Uh, they do all of a sudden, and then now all of a sudden, 1990, Twelver shows up. Young guys in high school, all the homies, CB, Brian Ivy, Eric Fanonbawana, David Swadek, Brian Thurston, that whole crew, and they're wearing capes and beanies, and they still wear them 35 years later. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's Jeez. how it started. See, so, what we were talking yeah. about was like the rich history in the South Bay. It's like no other. Yeah. Like the volleyball history here is and, so and, and, sick. And, and honestly, and the knowledge you bring the, a great up. But what's beauty about the six man was day one, you got to play against those people. Like, yeah. that's what all my people who didn't play a lot of volleyball loved, is you get to play against the pros and the best in the world on day one, and it's all cool. You're in pool play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. That was what was a really unique, cool thing about it. The best players in the world were playing in the six-man. Even the format. Dude, guys would miss ADPs to be in yeah. 
because they had 24 tournaments a year back yeah. then. They would miss Sacramento Open to be in the six-man. Or they'd lose and come right back. Yeah. Sacramento had an Open? Oh, yeah. Lake Folsom. Was it like a big Cheers thing? Cheers to that. True story. Lake Folsom. Lake Folsom. Yeah. By the way, like, shout out to the, these Moscow. So, yeah. Let everyone know what I did. Yeah, we, we did this a little bit. Yeah. Everything homemade. Freshly squeezed. This is unbelievable. Yeah, we did. Freshly uh, squeezed. I've, I've yeah, crushed a few right now. Oh, I, made, uh, I, made, I made Moscow mules for the, for the fellows when they first came in. That they were awesome. They were... So, yeah, so it became about Oceanside, and it became about what your tent was. Wow. We had the Forum Club, and you, like, we had, like, a bouncer one year. People, because, <laughs> here's why, the golden hour, I'm sure you guys all know what the golden hour is at. That's a 5 o'clock-ish, right? The mm -hmm. 6 o'clock-ish, sun is dropping. It's the golden hour of life, right? Like, it's when you're chilling on the beach with your homies, or you're on a boat somewhere, or you're in the islands. It's the spot, yeah. right? You're hit, sitting back with a cocktail with your friends. It's the golden hour. The golden hour at the sixth man was the greatest thing, except the golden hour lasted four hours. And you would four. just rage in your tent with your peeps, three, four tents across, just raging, dancing. And then you would go straight to 12th Street or the Growing Wild Flower Shop. Or you'd go to the pizza place right there. That's where mm. the Del Mar homies would go, 2-6. They're another longtime standing team. And they everyone had their spots. And you would go, and you would never change. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, go yeah. home and shower. It was straight up at dark, to, and you would just, and then the next morning, who knows where you would be. Yeah. Gotta get back to play because Geet's set and Fletch, 9 a.m. Be there. <laughs> Be there. So it was all the history yeah, so here that, is just you know, so sick. And Gage made a good point about how, like, the history here is not about, like, 1984 Olympics. No. Or Brazil versus no. China. or It's just about, like, the foremans and the legend, yeah. the, home, the hometown legends, the hometown heroes yeah. run so deep here. And, like, for those that follow the beach history of it all, right? Like, the famous matches that I grew up on of Hov and Dodd playing Sinjin and Stokey, and then it was Jose and Adam Johnson versus Karch and Kent, and then just on and on and on. Yeah. And that's when I started to announce was right after that. And it's like, Hov and Dodd were legends, dude. They were so. And by the way, Sinjin and Stokey were, sa were North Bay. They were Santa Monica. Yeah. And that was real rivalry. That's Celtics Lakers. It still stuff, is. Dude. These guys are yeah, still talking Yeah, that's Lakers Celtics Trump. shit, dude. And you're that battling, is. right? It was like. You know, people want to. It's your territory, so it was a bear, the Manhattan Open was everything back then. What's your favorite Manhattan. match you've ever commentated? Oh man, that's such. And a who's the most entertaining player you've ever watched? Hov was the most entertaining. I think everyone would. How come? Would, the same man, reason he is was, now. Yeah, it's the same reason when you go to Twenty First Street on a Monday or a Thursday at noon <laughs> for fours. Like he's screaming at you. He's ripping off his shirt. His dialogue is just unmatched. I just think he goes down as like. He was a rock star, and he played up to it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that's why he will go down as the most entertaining guy to ever play the game. I just believe cool. that. I, I truly do. And and Javi Dodd was, dude. Those were your like fire those and were ice. The guys that would also like party with you. And like when I came on tour, like they didn't need to, to like me or know me, and they took care of, like my best friend Matt Unger, myself. Like they they brought me in early early like dude i was 24 25 hanging out and they they accept that's why i've always because of those guys brian lewis scott akatobi al jensen you know all the legends steve tamans like all those guys mike whitmarsh who's one of my best friends he passed away in 09 like he truly was a, a mentor to me um he passed away it was probably a, one of the most crushing moments of all time karchi all those guys like they accepted and um helped me made me better so Jim Rico the announcer who kind of like totally took me in when I was coming in as an announcer and he was the he was the announcer he and Sam Logano were the two guys and they brought me in and Jim was a mentor like that's why I've always said like you got to pay that shit back right you got to pay it back because you know 
that's what's going to keep building the sport. It was never about like, ooh, I'm the best or let's be the best. It's like, no, let the game now is... Indoor, I was telling you guys, indoor games never been better. It's because we're growing yeah. and we're getting better. And there's better people playing it, yeah. right? So well, it's, you know. But what about the... What do you think about that? So let's get in the AVP a little bit. Yeah. So what do you think about the AVP? So right now, you can look at it two... You can look at it two ways, right? Yeah. You see one way, you see people who are... Like old, like Phil Dahlhauser. Yeah, and he's like, he's like Archie Phil exactly. goat debates going on. Like, like, like it's stuff like that. What's your opinion? I yeah. called, dude. I called Phil's first ever win. Phil and Nick's first ever win, two thousand five, the week before I got married. Two thousand five, the week before I got married in wow. May in Austin, Texas, against Stein and Gibb, against wow. Jake Gibb and Stein. And it was one of the greatest matches of all time. And like, wow. Phil, I knew he'd be great. I remember Witty telling me we've never seen anything like him because Witty was at the end of his career. And Witty and I would always bet before the tournament. Witty was playing. We'd go up and we'd draft teams. And right. We'd bet 100 bucks a tournament. And whoever win got the 100. We would did that. We did this for years until he passed. Even when he retired, we'd call each other before. And I'd go, what's the, what's the draw? And we'd pick teams and draft. Dude, we, he, he was always like, dude, Phil's. We've never seen anything like him. Mm -hmm. He called it. Early on, dude, like 03. Like 03 Phil, who hadn't even won yet. He's yeah. like, we never seen anything like him. Um, that's a great debate. I'll get to your AVP. So, Gim, okay, so we'll go to that yeah. first. Go yeah. AVP. So, two ways to look at it. So, there's two ways to look at it, right? So, you have a lot of old guys winning, mm -hmm. and then you're like, okay, is the AVP, is beach volleyball developing, right? Because you got one, in one yeah. hand, you got mm -hmm. the people who are supposed to be, who are, said they were going to retire, yeah. like Phil, Casey, yeah. those guys. Still out there. Still out there winning. And the other hand, you got, okay, that, <clears> does that mean that they're just the goat at the same time what are your what yeah. are your thoughts on is avp i want to talk about the players then i want to talk about the organization after okay this. so players wise you know every era is different and i see it a lot working in the nba people are always comparing who's the goat who's this and i'm mm. always like it's tough to say there's one right like mj's right. kind of like for me he's just always been the guy but like kareem was how i grew up on basketball and it's amazing that he doesn't get in the conversation with six MVPs, six titles, and every right. record you can imagine from college all the way through the NBA. So, like, I always look at, okay, Kareem, MJ, and now the big debate is LeBron. Those three guys changed how the game was played, and they've kind of set a benchmark. I always put Kobe there a tick under MJ because Kobe did stuff that nobody could ever do, but he was just a hair under MJ, right? Mm -hmm. Like he was, and then, you know, now Steph is in that conference. Steph's now yeah. getting into that top yes, tier. And, and, and for people to not put Steph up there and just now are starting to realize it, dude, that's just hate or like not knowing. Like yeah. don't, that Steph has always been an all time great. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad he finally got recognized from the people that didn't want to give it to him. Yeah. But if you don't think Steph's an all-time great, you're not. He's the best shooter of all time. So how is he not? By a long shot. Right. So how do you differentiate all the? Uh, my, there's my another lovely neighbor. We're doing a podcast. Oh, sorry. No, yes, no. We're waving to all the neighbors. So Evans Jordan. So like for me, like it's hard to it's hard to you know for me I think the game is unbelievable. Like I mm -hmm. love the men's and women's beach side of things i just wish there was more money and more opportunities totally. for these unbelievable athletes uh and volleyball players to play i'll never forget being 27 28 years old and remember i was a backup setter growing up i started announcing at a young age so now i'm a couple years in three years in i'm 27 and i'm you know the four-man tour used to be there there used uh -huh. to be a four-man tour for men and women. That's so sick. That went away. It was so sick. Dude, everyone made money and everyone raged. That went away. 
and I was watching great friends of mine at the time. So imagine you guys in a couple years watching all your friends retire and go get jobs, normal jobs. Mm, tough. And I remember going, man, that's what sucks about Bali is like, there's not enough for a person to be a professional and to be able to like keep playing and to support themselves and train the right way. Imagine if that happened in hoops, baseball, football. Yeah. Yeah, MJ had one title at 27, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so to me, that always really bummed me out that our game really uh, struggled for those late 20s, early 30s because people had to go yeah. get real jobs. So, yeah. so that has always frustrated me. In terms of how the level is, I just think it keeps getting better. I truly do. Uh -huh. I truly think it has never been better. Now, was it more fun at certain eras? Were there more characters? Yeah. Sure, you can debate that all day. Like the, you know, It was a different game. Bigger court, longer games, side-out scoring. You can talk about that at nauseum and you, the old school will always battle with the new school. I just got to be honest with you guys. Like I never really, for me, I just wanted to keep going. So I just, mm -hmm. I, I, I love it all. I see both sides of the argument. I'm always going to side with certain things. But like, you know, you come to like the Phil Karch, hard for me to ever decide, yeah. right? Like both friends. I don't know, man. Like Phil would have won in any area, in any court. So would a Karch, man. I watched Karch win at 46 years old on a short court with a shoulder popped out. He won with Lambo, beat Wong and Fenoy in Vegas at night. I called the match. Like, the guy's shoulder popped out. He found a way, got crushed game one. Lambo started hitting on two. They win in three. The guy wins an open at 46 years old. So, you tell me that's not goat-like. Um, yeah. And he's got two golds indoor. Yeah. And was the first million-dollar guy overseas. So, yeah. like, I always go, like... Karchi just maybe the overall volleyball yes. goat, but yeah. Phil's right there because just Phil, dude. Beach specific. Phil was, yeah, Phil, man. Phil's, I don't know if I've ever seen a guy do it. Like, just a five, you know, like how they say, five, you know, five tool guy in baseball. Like, Phil does everything. He passes, he sets, he blocks, he hits, Gnarly. he serves. How would he have done the indoor, you think? It's a great question. And could Karch do what he did now? Could he go play in the indoor? Maybe oh, it's Wow, that's good. Well, what's Taylor Sander? How tall's Taylor? Yeah, yeah, same. Six four. I mean, what same. Taylor does, dude, on that Bic, and what he did, and Reed Pretty and those guys, yeah. the longevity Ooh, they had. That's true, dude. People, that's Reed's so true. A, Reed's one of the indoor goats, right? I mean, yeah, Reed yeah is, for sure. Dude, Reed is ridiculous, right? Uh, what Sander's been able to do, uh, I gotta think Karchi would have too if he was. In yeah. that era, he's got the, right? he's got but the would heart. he have been able he's, to play? No, I've heard. Oh, would he have been able to play both? Was yes. Good. So totally different era. That's a yes. that's a great point by you guys. They, there were so many tournaments back then that you could play five to six to eight AVPs. Yeah. And do your indoor national team stuff. You yeah. can't do that now. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one. But Karch is a special. I think he's the he's the most like Jordan. In yeah. The sense of for like sure. mental fortitude. Just exactly. Yeah indoor like doing it all yeah you know what's crazy i always say like when you think of the goats and the all-time greats in their sport when you when you watch their highlights they hold up i was watching magic highlight the other day it was a two minute and 30 second highlight of magic passing and we're you know listen we're the laker network so we're always got that stuff going right and we're all at work talking we have a big newsroom and we're always like debating the best thing, i mean it's every day there's yeah. a list there's a this there's a who's better yeah. it's a fight every day in the newsroom oh everyone's a hooper Everyone loves hoops. Everyone that works on our shows. So, and Magic's highlights come up on Twitter and someone like rolls out and we're like, dude, watch this. And it's like, we see it every year, but it's like someone will remind everyone. The throw. And, and you watch and you're like, okay, that, that stands up 40 years later. Yeah. MJ's highlights stand up. Bird, too. I just saw one on Bird. Bird, dude. That was stupid. He was like, dude, you're telling me 
anyone and, back then was able to do this. So, stuff. like, if it stands the test of time, he belongs in the conversation, and he would have done it today. Would have just done it differently. Yeah, he would have been shooting threes. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing. Like every, you know, we always we're very Kobe. We're, we're like Centric. you guys probably being NorCal guys. Steph is your Steph, guy. Yeah. yeah, Kobe's ours. Right. Drafted right, right. him like you drafted Steph. We watched the fall. We watched the rise. We yeah. watched everything, the failures. He was our guy. He gave us everything he had, just like Steph did. Every night, no matter what, he was playing injured. He was doing whatever he could to win games. Mm -hmm. And what's always interesting to me is that he, around the NBA world, he's, he's by the way, of course, they love him. But other fan bases now love him. But for a long time, vilified. Yeah. And like this, oh, he's not this, he's not that. So he never got into that goat conversation with all the media members that mm. that discussed that, that never played anything. Every NBA guy I've ever talked to, every single NBA guy, past or present, and I've asked them all, they have Kobe as one of the goats. Really? So if a player has a guy, if players that yeah. played the game for the last yeah, 40 yeah. years have a guy up there, yeah, doesn't he deserve to be up there? Yeah. I, right? It's like, you guys played volley. Yeah. I played volley, been a long time since, but we, we're at least we have a we have we a say. We, can we have a say, yeah, yeah. right? Because right. played at a high level, national champion. You two going to the national championship game, like no, you guys are legit, like big time volleyball players, all Americans, all that stuff, dude. That puts you in the table to talk, right? Like right, right. you have a say in this thing, like what you think matters. Well, that's, and that's what what's I, always interesting to me. That's what I, I we talked about this actually, like how we wanted to structure our podcast and part of it was like i was like the cool thing about basketball is there's always a debate about something every time and volleyball we're not debating enough why can't we debate we should debate that's what i'm saying best defender best we just need who's the best to come up with who's top five top who's five. your starters top who's your this who's dude, your, but basketball does that so well and i feel like we we haven't done that enough. Dude, we do it. It's that's because everyone's thing. soft. Because this is this I've been saying. By the way, but, when you said everyone. But who's your so I so I'll bring. So I love when he said everyone was soft. So I'll. You like that too? Whoever's talking the front. Okay. You go for it. I'll just you say go for it. this is what I'm saying. But I yeah. I also want to ask because that's part of like having him here. Top five, or your starting five basketball. Uh, for a volleyball team. And. Oh, for a volleyball team, who would you bring over to the volleyball? Okay, that's what we used to do is who's our, like, Phil Dahlhauser and I. Phil loves hoops. Little known fact. Oh, so does okay. Nick So does Furby. Yes. yes. So we used to go, who's our starting six hoop volleyball guys? Yes. We had, Na back in the day, it was like Nash and Curry setting. We okay. had, like, Kobe and LeBron on the, LeBron yeah. on the right and KG in the middle. Like, that that was the right. era we were playing. It was, like, Kobe on the left. Yeah. So that's what you do with, like, today's NBA guys. Like, what's John Moran? Is he your outside that's just crazy? Or is he, who's dishing? Is it Chris Paul still, the older setter? Like, who's right. your, you know what I mean? Who's yeah. middle? Is it Giannis? Giannis in the middle with Joel Embiid hitting quicks. Who's your oppo? That's not bad. Giannis Who's your oppo? Who's your oppo? Is it Jokic? Just the goose. Yeah, you know, just you know what I mean? Or is Jokic just... roofing balls in the middle? Yeah. Right? Like, so it's funny to say LeBron like, on the oppo? That's what I mean. LeBron, LeBron KD. That's a KD. Dude, I don't, cheer me out. KD would be an outside. Okay, here's why we... The platform would be insane. We all said that back in the day because here was our thing. Like, as, as the outside hitters were getting bigger in 2010 and nine, when we were all having this argument, we're like, KD's that like seven foot jump shooter. So you yeah. go, KD's the guy that comes out to volleyball at six, nine, seven foot that can pass. Yeah. And yeah. play left. One million right. percent. Yeah. yeah. And LeBron's so, an opposite. And LeBron's the oppo. Kobe can do it also. He's Kobe's your the, like, Kobe's your, 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 your O2. Your O2. 
He passes. Right. You don't give him as much balls, but he's so just like gnarly. So how do you guys go as your setter? Are you going gnarly athlete type of guy? Or Steph you has you know the genes. You know what's crazy? He's Steph is 1,000% running a 6-2. I, right? I, I know who my setter is for sure, and that's okay. Larry Bird. <laughs> is he fast enough? That, I'm just going to ask you that. That's what I'm saying. Dude, Larry Bird, okay. just the way he shoots, it's soft. He's got, he's got the touch. Soft he's touch. got the touch. And he's so creative. Like Larry was your 1980s 02. Like Larry, because Larry could like he's just cagey. He's got every shot. But he's big. But what about white chocolate? Magic, magic. What about white oh, chocolate? Dude, now, you're getting, now you're getting weird, dude. That's good. That's good. You got Gary. Throw some weird you don't know, stuff. dude. You don't you're know. at the Olympic tryouts. You got Gary Payton. You got Magic. You got Chris Paul. Well, that's what, you got dude, Steph Curry. Everyone's team, battling. So if you had to put, you have to put one in each position. What do, What do you got? We only got one setter. Yep. Got him. You got. You got. I'm one. going. Harden's a lefty too. Don't forget about that. Good footwork. <laughs> Something in me won't do it, though. <laughs> I don't blame you. Something won't let me do it. All right, listen. Oh, my God, Magic's going to hate me, dude. Magic's my favorite all-time player of all time. Am I going Steph setting? Do you know Magic pretty well? Guys, the best thing ever is when he called me Geeter, and I didn't know he knew my name. Greatest thing ever. And I put on Instagram years ago when he was help running the Lakers, he was on the sideline and Mike Trudell during a preseason game interviewed Magic. And he like he's like, It's it's on my Instagram and they did like a it's like a minute highlight video with music to it. My people at work did it. I put it on there. But he was like, Oh, and tell Geeter I said what's up. Dude, it was the greatest. I mean, my phone, if you guys only knew like I had magic pictures on my wall from like <laughs> when you shouldn't have them on your wall. Like in <laughs> yeah. college. Like, yeah. I didn't have Pamela Anderson. I had Magic. Magic was on my wall from, like, grade five on from That's college. Crazy. So he was, like, so the fact that he knows me, and I saw him at the Super Bowl. I was literally at the Super Bowl, and I saw him, and and I knew how to get his attention. Because if you just say Magic, think about yeah. this. Everyone calls him Magic. Irvin? So I reached around the window. I go, Irv! Yeah. Dude, he turned around. He's like, he comes over, and he wanted to talk about the Lakers, and I did not. This is a true story. I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't want to talk about Lakers. I didn't right. want to talk about how good they were going to be or what he thought or they were going to get it together. He gave me the old oh, and I go, Magic, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. I go, they had what you had. Winners. Yeah. He's like, and he loved it. And he like came in and then he like, <laughs> poof, gone. That's so sick. Magic, dude. But who's just saying? Who's coming off the fence, dude? Uh, Magic's still the greatest passer of all time. I'm going to flip it. I'm going Magic as my starter. If we're running a 6-2, Steph comes in. Steph okay. comes in. I got Nash Steph as my fast, Nash is my third kind of alternate. He's waiting just because he's my guy. And I love him. <laughs> he, was, he was awesome. Steph Magic. I got I got I got Kobe and I got KD on the left. Wow. I got Kobe and KD on the left. I got Goka. What about Jokic's setter? Because he's got Dude. To think about that. Any roof Any, balls. Exactly. Any... Exactly. Yeah, dude, you're taking my point guard spot away, though. Like, I feel like we got to give it to him. Jokic, I don't think he moves fair, well enough. I don't think he, he doesn't move well enough. Yeah. He doesn't. But he's got some top touch. Guys, Giannis is in the middle. He's yeah. doing weird yeah. things. Giannis would be ridiculous. Doing weird he's things doing in the middle. things in the middle, dude. He's the middle spanker doing weird he's things. He's doing so. And who's with him? Is it? Because I'm going LeBron on the right. Is it Kareem Dwight? with a nasty Oh, you want to go, hook? oh, we're going even. Oh. Dwight. Is it if we open the, Bill if Russell, we, the no. defense? Dude, that's way. I'm going Cap, open. dude. I'm going Kareem. I thought we, uh, yeah, I'm going, come on, man. I'm going, I'm going Kareem. The Skyhook. Okay, Kareem. Mm-hmm. I'm going Kareem, and I'm going Kareem, and Giannis in the middle. That's not bad. Not and bad. you're, and you're. Yeah. Libero. Libero. Who's our lib? 
Steve. Gary Payton? That's where I go. I'm going Nash. That's where I go Nash is my dad. There we go. That's why he's got him. really good touch too. Right. By the way, he can play volleyball. He was That's on our right. two sixteen that one. That's right. Um, Wait, what about Russell Westbrook? Honey, that? bring ice. Sorry, Want some ice <laughs> for my cocktail. <laughs> what about someone really who's like really quick? Who's not? Wait, what about De'Aaron Fox? I mean, that's yeah. the thing, like, dude, like now, like, listen, our our list is going to change. John Morant's going to yeah, be yeah. on the team. Dude. Devin Booker's going to be on the team. Luca's going to be doing something. But I'm still going with with. Yeah, there's so many great. Jordan's not an outside for you. Well, he's the go. He's the, the go, dude. <laughs> Jordan's not <on> outside. <laughs> he's a winner. Here's the deal. He's the best player. By the way, winner. here's the deal. He's my carch. KD, you're coming off the bench. Yeah. Sorry, bro. MJ and Kobe are my yeah, how Suck what? on that. That culture would be gnarly. That's what I'm in. That's a oh. That gym? People that would practice be, gym? People would be cowering in the that corner. Bra- that practice gym was not for the By week. the way, we're going MJ. And I keep thinking of like a newer school. You're right. I'm going MJ and I'm going Kobe because you can't lose. Yeah. You're, you're never losing. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to take over the game. game dude. You're never losing yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's going to take over if needs to be. You're never losing a game. You got LeBron on the right for trash balls. LeBron on the right. <sighs> Just strong, big. Ooh. Also very intelligent. Yeah. Just sets up his block on the, his roof and putting yeah. the D away. Yeah. The physicality. Yeah. yeah his phys- did you ask him my favorite match of all time? And I, just I, did, I did. We did. I, did. I never even answered that. Your favorite match to... People listening like, what happened to that? To MC. You can or play by It play. is crazy yeah. that Hovland, still to this day, is the most, like, entertaining player. Like, like we, like, we go down like, there. Do you guys have anybody? Like, who, who do you yeah. guys think? Is that, like, who would we pick? I don't even know who's in the running. Bad boy Troy. In terms of I what? In terms of what? <laughs> uh, by the way, I love, like, Trevor's very entertaining now. Trevor I, is. I love watching, watching, I love watching Jake. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. Nowhere, nowhere near. No, no, no. But Trevor plays a huge role in volleyball right now. Love Trevor. He plays such a big role. Huge fan of that, the, all those guys, man. I yeah. think they're awesome for the yeah. game. I think they're great. You know what? I, I would have to say my two best moments, Manhattan Open. There was a 35-minute delay on NBC because of NASCAR. Had a crash, and we were coming on live after NASCAR. And I went down in the sand, and I went down there for 35 minutes and, and had the place going. For 35 minutes. What'd you do? Dude, I did it all. I don't even like... I just <laughs> like You're just getting a flow. Which year but it, it was a moment for me, I want to say 04, 05. We were, it was, it was, it was a peak year. And I think, it was 05, it was 05. Because um, USC football was there. Liner and those guys were there. And I got no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. USC, Reggie? Reggie, they were all there. Wow. That, that's how I remember. It was 05. That's... And, and, wow, and they I won went that down year, right? Third, yes, they won. They were on our, they, dude, I had them doing the way. It was unbelievable. Liner and I are still friends now, but we didn't know each other then. Wow. Yeah, and, and, and I'll say that was my moment where I think in the eyes of bosses and NBC and Leonard, who owned the tour, our motto, like, those were the that was the day because you have days on TV too where they say you make your bones. That was the day where I think Got it. something put me maybe in a position to be like, okay, that's the guy, right? You know, and I'd been on the tour for a long time at that point, but I I delivered on that stage yeah. and then that final was awesome. But I think Beijing Olympics, Carrie and Misty in the rain against China. I, oh, I, I remember watching that game. Yeah, and me I too. Did, and I did Phil and Todd the next day. They won too, no? Yeah. I comboed it. 
do you want to know story? Can I, do we have time for a story about that? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's what's cool about that. Here's why I put Beijing. If you guys put said you have to answer the question, just yeah. like you made me pick a setter, which is, sucked. Yeah. That hurt. That hurt. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm going Beijing because <clears throat> I woke up that morning. And you guys have to remember, I denounced every win Carrie Misty ever had if it was anywhere near America. Mm-hmm. I just didn't announce their ones overseas. Right. I went, so they were the team. Yeah. And I knew every I knew every stat they had. Yeah. And I'll never forget, um, they had not lost a match in over a year. Think about that. Think about 107 in a row, whatever it was. Never losing, and that's going back and forth. The last time they had lost was July 3rd or something, or July 7th in Beijing, China, to the Chinese team in the rain. And I wake Whoa. up on August I wake up on August 20th, 2008, and it had been nothing but sunny skies for 20 days. And I open the blinds and it's pitch black and it's raining. And they're playing China. Wow. And I kind of like freaked out a little bit like I would this can't be Groundhog's Day. I'm telling you guys the truth. I watched those two warm up and I said, they're not losing. Raining, they had a look that only the best ever could look like. And they went out there and they were machines and they just sided out and scored. And they scored when you got the chance and they win game one and they go to game two and they're doing the same thing. And I forget her name, but she played on the AVP a couple times. Tian Jia, I think. She she always would fake an injury and lay it down and get the medical timeout. And here we are. It's like four points away from the gold medal. And she lays it down. And Carrie and Misty didn't panic. They didn't do anything. They just walked over. They're so used to it, they knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. And they walked over to their side and they sat down. She laid there. And it was raging. And the place was still raging. It was packed. 20,000 people. Everyone with the rain stuff on, oh. and dude, I had a shirt. I had the I Love China shirt. Like I was, it was like a boys' medium I Love China yeah. shirt that I would roll out there, and I knew some words like, "Jio." It meant like, let's <laughs> go. So I knew my Zhongado. Like, let's go. Like I knew my what to say yeah. for twenty days. So they they knew me. They yeah. loved me. I was having a great time. Dude, I went out there. It was a freaking monsoon out there, dude. That and I raged. Wild. I raged on center court. While she laid there, and Misty, and, Carrie, and Misty and Carrie loved every second of it. No, I was screaming in English, everything I could. I had people chanting in Chinese. I did the worm full court, so my thing was the worm full court was what I kind of, I would worm full court back in the day. Now I'm a little older. I had, dude, I, I laid it down and I went and I stood up. This is a true story, and I started just like all. It was like Casey Jennings and a few Carrie's camp and some people up here that I knew all the players Jake Rosie and I just was like kind of dancing to them dude I was driving the bus I used to do the bus driver I'm like well, <laughs> back to Cali boys I was literally just talking to them <laughs> what I didn't know was that the Today Show people were all right there no <laughs> way uh, Meredith Vieira Al Roker um, <laughs> Ann Curry Matt Lauer their producers they were all there and Vince Vaughn was in the, I didn't know that either <laughs> story's gonna go on we're raging, having a great time. Carrie and Misty come out. They win. They win. And it's one of the great moments of all time. The next day, uh, Phil and Todd win. Okay? And I got a call. And they said, I got a call that morning. And they were like, can you come on the Today Show? We were there. We watched you. Can you come on the Today Show and announce Todd and Phil? onto the set. So last <laughs> night of the Today Show, we had to film it at night, so it was live here. 
And I'm like, I brought one trim outfit, dude. I brought the pants, the shirt. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> Let me rewind. Carrie and Misty win. We go out and rage. I don't know I'm going on the Today Show. Yeah, yeah, we go to the party. We rage. True story. We're at this unbelievable club. And in walk. And I'm like, walk, in's walking Vince Vaughn this way. And he sees me. And I look at him and he goes, driving back to Cali. Love it. <laughs> Kept walking. I thought we were going to be best friends. We, we, don't, we weren't. I never... <laughs> That's my boyfriend. I literally saw him outside of Izakaya 10 years later and told yeah. him that story. And he pretended to remember. He didn't. Um, so I go, Phil and Todd win. They beat Bruno. Huff. They, yeah. Alison, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alison, thank you. And they win that match. And it's so funny, dude. The Olympics end. And it's like the ceremony goes and there's no one left in the arena except their family. 20,000 people are gone. It's hot as hell this day. No more rain. And they're walking by. They're walking. And I got, I had Millie, my oldest daughter, wasn't even one years old yet. I think it just hit me the emotion. And I was like, kind of like sobbing a little bit, like crying. Like I'd finally been to the Olympics. I'd been a part of it. It had so never. I. It was my dream. The best one for USA, I'd say too. Ever, and it was the. And it was for me. Like I had never been there. It was my dream as an announcer to get there, and I did it. And they're walking off. My friends had all just won. And he'll never. Todd Rod. I still talk about it these days. Like, are you crying? Like, why are you? Crying? Yeah. They were just like totally like, what's wrong with you? So we always had a great moment about that. I showed up to the Today Show. It's the last one. They've been there for four weeks. Last one. Women's soccer team just won gold. They're going to be there. I'm going to introduce Todd and Phil. Misty and Carrie were on it the other day. I'm there and I'm sitting in like this trailer. Like this th yeah. trailer, right? With food and stuff. Not as nice as this. Al Roker. Not as nice as Al Roker walks in. Peter! Love the worm! And I'm like, thanks, Al! Like, <laughs> Captain Barney. I have no idea what to say. Al leaves. U.S. soccer team comes in. I know a few of them. Like, Abby's on the team. A few other peeps. So that was kind of cool. You know, they always knew us. We knew them. So I'm a little more comfortable. True story, you guys. I get out there, and I am... I've never been this nervous. And I'll never forget Todd and Phil standing next to me. And Todd's like... They're like, are you are you nervous? And I'm like, dude, I've never been this nervous in my life. I'm not, I have no idea what's happening. I was a wreck. I, dude, I was just like... And I had the whole thing, and I'm just like... Oh, God. All of a sudden... They walk out, and I have the IFB in my ear, and I could hear the producer, and he's like, all right, Geeter, you're on in one minute. And, dude, I'm crapping my pants. <laughs> oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Today's show, everyone's watching in America, my whole everyone I know. And and, and, and Meredith and them and Meredith and them are like, well, we wanted you guys to feel comfortable, so we brought a friend. Take it away, Geeter. And all of a sudden, I step out, and there's a light on me, and I'm live at the Today Show outside with... I don't know how many people. <laughs> TV cameras everywhere. And Al Roker's over there. And dude, I go into full character. And I go into the full AVP style two minutes. I don't care <laughs> about time. I give it the best I have. The professor, the sensei, Todd Rogers. I give Phil the day you dropped out of the womb 27 years ago. The doctor looked at the nurse. The nurse looked at the doctor. And they said, in 27 years, you're going to see the greatest volleyball player that ever lived. The Beijing beast. I mean, I'm going off. And all of a sudden, I finish. And I go, this is for you, Al. And I literally throw the mic at him and I just start doing the worm in like a beautiful outfit. And I get up and Al's dying and everyone's dying. I grab the mic. Back to you, Meredith. No idea what I'm Blacked doing. Blacked out. Like, back to you. Full Will Ferrell. Full Will Ferrell. So comfortable here. Totally. Full Will Ferrell move in old school. 
And Meredith, this was this was when I realized volleyball. Like, I'm like, dude, we suck, dude. I was so bummed. Meredith and Ann were like, oh my god, they're like the grace. And those guys are like, dude, they see it every weekend. Yeah. They're like laughing and they're like, are you gonna miss him or what? Like, do you? Know? And they're like, we're seeing him next weekend in Cincinnati. Yeah. They didn't even know that we were on NBC in a week in Cincinnati. They just thought the Olympics happened every four years. Yeah, that's when I got bummed on beach volleyball. Commercial comes. I'm like, dude, feeling it. I'm like sweating. Everything's great. I'm about to leave, and they're like. Hey, uh, producers want to talk to you. And I like hop on this like little side mics during commercial. And they're like, can you stay the three hours? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, we want you to just do stuff. Dude, I was like, what? Dude, I was like, do what? Dude, I introduced the women's soccer team. I I did a, they wanted me to do those intros for Al, Meredith, and Ann. Matt Lauer had already flown home. And I'm like, I'll do it. But you guys better get me bullet points. Give me all the shit on them. All the stuff on them. Uh, they're like, oh, and did the bobs. And dude, I, I, dude, I memorized it. I did bullet points. In the last half hour of the day show, it starts on me. The big jib camera swings over. And I'm hearing three, two, one, and I'm the guy you see. And I'm like, welcome to the last half hour of the Today Show. And I'm like, are you ready? I was like, people are like, yeah. And I'm like, let's meet. And dude, I did full intros, their college, everything for those three. And at the end, I'm like, on the like, yes. no I'm standing with doing that, that day. You woke up that morning thinking, guys, like, this is no joke. Dude, I'm telling you guys, it's a true story. Like, that is still legendary. Dude, I came oh home, God. I'm like, oh, am I going to get a job at the Today Show? I mean, I didn't, but like, yeah. in my mind, I was for sure getting a job at the Today Show. <laughs> guys, back at the bags. Uh, we're going to New York. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. The whole family's packed. Yeah. So like, Anytime now. They're going to call me anytime. Because of that story and the Carrie and Misty, though that has to be the pinnacle for me. That has to be... That has to be the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember and walking out. Karch calling Carrie Misty the goats. I remember Karch was emotional after they had won because he was doing TV and I had my little like AVP camera that I was doing for like uh -huh. our website and stuff. And Karch, he's like, "That's the greatest team of all time, male or female." Wow. Do you Pretty agree? Cool. Do you agree? Yeah. I don't know how you would ever. Yeah, they were, huh? Guys, they won. In 04, what people don't realize is they won 89 straight matches, and they lost in the semi at Hermosa. I was emceeing Jenny Johnson Jordan, and Annette mm -hmm. Davis took them down, and Misty ran off the court. I'd never seen it before. She ran off and didn't really... She she had something, and everyone was, like, concerned. She didn't... You didn't see her? She Dude, she came out in Athens six weeks later, four weeks later, whatever it was. She looked phenomenal, and she played out of her mind, and Carrie and Misty rolled. Rule. That's when Holly McPeak and Elaine Young got bronze. So that was a big moment for for the mm -hmm. AVP. But that they won 90 straight in 04 and 112 straight in frickin' That's 08. Wild. Was it that? Dude, they didn't lose until the Cincinnati days. final the next week. They lost to Nicole Brand and Why they won? They didn't. Dude, they didn't lose ever, guys. They never Wait, lost. Wait, they won the Olympics and then lost Cincinnati. They did lose Cincinnati. Well, they're so. The by Olympics, the way, like you guys don't realize, done. like they, they're, they, they, Karen Misty were so famous. Those guys were on every show you could think of. Ellen, yeah. Oprah. They met up there. She was doing t Dancing with the Stars during between games. Like she yeah. would have to go train with that guy. She was going to be on the show, and and she. Yeah, they lost 16, 14, or 17, 50 in the third to Nicole and, and EY. And it was the first loss they had. That was probably August 30th. They lost first loss since July 7th, the year before. How'd they handle that? Like, were they, like, fuming? Yeah, you know, they always handle a little different. You know, Carrie's so, she's, show, she's just so, like, sh you know, sh they were, they're always classy. Misty was more like I think like all right I'm gonna go dance these stars yeah. like, they were bummed they, yeah. they never they didn't they never, never you don't want to lose yeah. but when they lost they handled it but they just didn't lose much I mean yeah. guys I've seen them down I watched them down 14 12 
in Santa Barbara, the Holly Y where it was over and they found a way to win. Same yeah. thing against the Elaine. I mean, I watched them lose too. I called their matches when they lost. They were just, it was like seven to nine times in six years. I didn't get to see it much. I mean, I remember they were, they were so good at being at like 11 11. And then disappeared. Guys, you know what, you know what amazed me the most? They never lost a first, second, or third round game. So they would go into the semis. Right, right. Without losing. Right, right, right. They didn't lose to anyone right. in those when you should. They didn't use the double elim. <laughs> they didn't lose. Yeah. They didn't lose those matches. Yeah. Like it was goats. weird. Goats. goats. And by the way, the women and people like you think about like the goats of the game played then. Elaine Young's, Nicole Brand, Holly McPeak, Jenny Nett, those guys have forty more titles each. They those those are the best players ever. And they would battle them, and they would beat them sometimes. But like those two were, yeah. were gnarly. They were gnarly. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Here we That's are. Well, did you create? By the way, back to an earlier point. Did you create the name uh, Beijing Beast for? Phil? So what? Was that you? I have Beijing Beast. You patent that? No, but you know what's funny? That I gave you. it to Marlo, and Marlo used it the whole time. And I thought, Chris, big sigh. You never gave me credit in Beijing, buddy. Big sigh used it. So then Bob Costa started using it. God. Everyone used it. Yeah, I made it. I called him the Thin Beast first. You're a Thin Beast. You're thin the beast. Thin Beast guy. Yeah, I made, I made up Thin wow. Beast, and he didn't love it, but I didn't care. And then Beijing Beast, uh, Son of Jarrell for Rosie. Son of Jarrell. Oh, oh, like Superman. Superman. Uh, professor. Well, actually, we he, he created the Professor. Professor for wow. Raji. How do you like? Do you, uh, when you make these nicknames, uh, the Big like, Nasty for Jake Gibb. Do you like come up with them on the spot? You think? Well, I don't know. It's or you just, just like, get a few drinks. It's just and like, like the Golden spinning. God for Furby, Lamborghini by night, Lambo. Like I, uh, those were all. Yeah, we just would come up with them. Like I just would. Like it was weird. Like Son of Jarrell was because Rosie played on a four-man team and he was Superman, and all the other guys were Clark Kent and they called that team Son of Jarrell. So I started calling him Son of Jarrell. Oh. The Big Nasty was because one day we used to do a show called Dig, Emmy nominated, never won it. Uh, we used to do a half hour show and we would just travel with the AV. We would travel with the AV and we'd take, dude, we would go, let's go to Manoa Falls with Stein and Lee and let's go do a barbecue with Lambo. Let's go to Sano. And I'll never forget, Jake Gibbs' first win was 04 Austin. It's weird that I remember this stuff. It makes no sense. You can't make any money off it, but it's <laughs> the one thing that's such a curse. 04 Austin, Adam Jewell, Jake Gibb win Austin. We go to Sano the next week. We're doing like some interviews. I have Brian Lewis and Louie was like, and Louie was a very entertaining legendary player. And Louie's like, Love Jake Cam. He's like, but you know what, man? To win out here, you got to be a little nasty. And it made me think. So the next time I, the next time I introduced him was the Big Nasty, and everyone started calling him the Big Nasty. So that's how. Still that this happened. day. So that for years on the tour, I don't know if they still do. Yeah. It was the Big Nasty. So that's how that came about. That's wild. Yeah. Can you give one to someone that's on the tour? I know. Right now. Think of that, right? We should come up with some. We should yeah. come up with some. We should come up with some nicknames. T crabs. Yeah. I know you're a big fan. T crabs. Love T crabs. T. Krabs is Crispy one crab. of the great... Uh, Krusty Krab. He's one of the great kids. <laughs> Boiling Krab? <laughs> you know, that whole crew... So, there's a there's a crew, Hawaiian crew... Another debate we have between my crew is the best Hawaiian era. Because my mm. era goes from like... Yeah, your pops is probably six, seven years older than me, but like the Alan Allens of the world mm -hmm. down to mm -hmm. like Lambo, Furby, Stein, Wayne. Furby's from Hawaii. No. no, I mean, sorry, sorry. Uh, I would say Lambo and Furby. Stein. Lambo, Lee Grand, Stein, you know. But then look at that other group. It's like Micah, mm -hmm. Micah, the McKibbins, Try, the Crabs, that group. Shoji. Sho oh my Shoji's God. McLaughlin, dude, Eric. Lawson. Yeah. It's got to be now. I mean, dude. That, 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 that group to me. They're gnarly too. That group to me is the one. Oh, they're not like I, I the put moon. that era. 
I think I gotta put that era. Gotta be. Gotta be. Right? Because you have indoor limps, Olympics, you have beach. beach stars, you have MVPs, you have all of it. I think you gotta go. Isn't it crazy to think of all those Hawaiian players, and he's gonna hate me for this, all those crazy players, he's the only player in the history of the U.S. to win every single junior national championship. No way. Did you know that? 12s to 18s. No player. way. You won 12s to 18s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A title. Mm-hmm. Every single J.O.'s. What? <laughs> I was, dude, what I would do with that if I was the announcer and he was playing on that is one of the great stats of all time. But it didn't go. So wait, you guys won together? We won it as 18s year. Yeah, he came in. We won it. We won our 17s. No one can ever take an 18s away from you. Yeah, 18s end on won, the high dude. note. You high end note. it. Yeah, 18s is great. I coached an 18 gold in New Orleans in 99. That's special because it's New Orleans. That was a big part. New Orleans is amazing. Yep. You don't forget where, where. so who was your 17s team? Outrigger? Uh, no, the same team I played with 12 same players. through 17. What? Kaulukoa. You never heard about this? Dude, how do I not know this? Dude, <laughs> you guys need to teach me. All right, my go. ego is not go. large. I need to learn this. Go on what? Explain the main core, right? Who is the main core? Position And wise. then what kind of happened throughout the years? Recap um, it. What's well, kind of odd because we didn't have many players. We only yeah. had eight of us. <laughs> they practice like a handful of times a year too. But Shut up! Wait to hear how they practice. Wait, would you guys just get everyone to lose to them? They were a year ahead. They were, of us. He uh, played up. He played one year up. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, yeah. So we. Played, so we're the young guy on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all time. Yeah. So we practiced about three months a year. <laughs> and this is so three Hawaiian days. style. Yeah. <laughs> this is so. We practiced so three months a year and three days a week. Yep. For about an hour and a half. Uh-huh. We didn't play live until the week before nationals. We would scrimmage. Usually we'd scrimmage UH. The girls team. Usually we'd <laughs> scrimmage UH. And we'd... we'd Who the coach? Who'd my dad. <laughs> my dad's the coach. Such a legend, dude. And uh, we had... So we had a bunch of us. And then at 15s, we had four of our eight players, or four of our nine players leave. So then we had to rebuild, and I don't know how we did it, but and you we, still won them. Yeah, we the found guys. and you rebuilt on the like you with your people there. Like people weren't flying over. It was no, 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 flying. just people there. And actually, it's funny. We won opens one year with like three of our starters not being on varsity. What? <laughs> <laughs> those are the years I missed, dude. I wasn't. I wasn't around in those years. You know, so, that's the thing. It was probably what 2012, 11, 13. Yeah, yeah. All the I was wrapped up in all the Laker world, dude. Yeah, I, was out of the, yeah, yeah. I was out of the game. Well, I mean, I don't. I've never talked about because you don't want to be that guy talking about yeah, your high school championships. I do. I do. Like, I do. I want to talk what? About what is that? <laughs> like high school is not much. Dude, how many titles? Yeah. Seven. Dude, suck on that, dude. You're Robert Ory. Your big shot, Rob. Dude, seven <laughs> you have more than Jordan. Yeah. Let go! <laughs> you have more than Jordan. Seven and then I joined. Goals? Yeah, I remember our first game we lost was to SCVC. SC, that's, that's my club. My seventeenth yeah. year was the first pool time we lost. Uh, pool play. Vincent Pizzuti. Pizzuti. Yeah, those names are amazing. And then <laughs> I remember our, a ref blew a call really, really bad. Yeah. And came up after us. My 18th year in JOs, and was like, I'm so sorry. Like you were right. I just I got caught up in the moment, and I didn't want to listen to. I I didn't want to change my mind, but I knew there was a touch, but I didn't. Want, and my panic. And my dad was like, That's the first game at JOs this team has ever lost. Bro. And she started crying. Oh, she did. Yeah. She had it coming. 
And he was like, you know what? Soft community. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Get him, Gabe! <laughs> <laughs> like, and she's like, no. Well, because she said, you know, you'll get him next time, though. It's just one loss. And then my dad's like, that's the worst no, that's the first loss that that's they've ever had. Actually, it's first loss since they were 11 years old. Yeah. They haven't lost. And then yeah, I, we actually, but we actually lost to HBC my 18... We beat him once. Josh Tunigo. Dude. We beat him once, and then we lost. Is that your team that beat... Were you part of this, too? Uh, no, no, so then I joined them to Wait, beat you them. You beat DeFalco and Tuanigas team for eighteen. All right, let's play really quick, really quick. So every all right. So what happened was I called their high school games. That was the greatest high school yeah. team I'd ever seen in the history of America. So, yeah, yeah. So what are you saying? So, that was eighteen when we beat them. Well, so we played two years of eighteen. That's like beating T crabs in the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah, so that it was crazy no because it's it's kind of a full circle moment for Mike. I'm sure you can. Well, I don't know if you thought about this much. But seven, so HBC that team, they were known to be really, really loud. They had Jordan Molina and yeah, Libero for course, almost everything. Yeah. Like all the cool guys off the court, but on the court they could act like little demons. I'll just say that. <laughs> so what happened was they played a year up because they were our age, right? Yeah. And they always want to face us, but we didn't really peak until our 17th year. But our 17th year is when we won the national championship. But they they played up the entire year to play Kyle Cole, and they said, you know what, we're gonna come at, we're gonna come and beat them. And they'd beaten them all year, but unfortunately they lost them in the quarterfinals. You played and in the quarters? They. They jacked up and pulled. They messed up their side. It's gnarly when you get into that. Yeah, we're like, yeah. you guys lost. That like, year in 99, we played Balboa Bay in the quarter. And one like, we were one and two, but doing? we messed up in pool play. And then we oh, played. you and messed up. they were up. so pissed at us. That's they were the worst. So pissed I, we were like, you guys. And we were up really big. And then we just. Dude, we, once you beat them, it was, it was over. Road two, right. we couldn't get out of. I remember. We lost. We, so we lost Wait. to them. Well, we beat them, and then we lost to them. Okay. And I remember we won the first at like 25-15. Lost the second set that was, that was close, and the third set we couldn't get her out of row two because it was the opposite, and I usually passed. Yeah. But I was stuck in the net, and I remember we lost that, and then they went on to lose. They didn't win that year either. Spiral to JT Hatch. Yeah, they didn't win, and then I came back. Well, I wasn't gonna play. I was done because all my friends left, and then they called me. Balboa called me, and I said, they, "No." When they gonna pay you? I don't know if they're. I don't think they were gonna pay me. No. Comes back to the whole pay. Dude, I'm sorry. But, but that, that person said that. Well, sure. that person said that comment. But I don't. I don't think. No, they were not gonna pay me. Okay. They were not gonna pay me. But then you guys called, and Joe got his dad to call my dad. Did you I'm, guys not know each other this time? We they played met. together on USA so Youth. We were roommates, yeah. and he's like, "Dude, come play with us. Your whole team's leaving." And I was like, ah, "I'm just gonna hang." But out. when you guys were at UH. He was on the mainland. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So flip. Flip. switch. But I joined them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I joined them their 18th year to try and take down HBC. And then and then we, and then we did, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing was, I just remember I just remember the first time I met you. I came out of the shower. I was like, dude. What's up? You're like, yeah. Uh sometimes we we have a so the cool thing about that team is we have guys from all over the country, like moving, yeah. literally moving for the from team. Texas. Texas, from... everywhere like that, flying, flying from everywhere. So there'd be 15 of us, 14, 13, 14, in a, in a townhouse, in a townhouse. So we'd be sleeping all over. Homies. All, there'd be like of nine us. of us exactly. in the townhouse. Nine of us was at times. ran the show? Yeah, my dad was a coach and director. Yes. And my mom coached, and she was the, no the, the, the trainer and everything. Yeah. And so, trainer, exactly. Yeah. And That's so, really cool. It, it was insane. So, you can't pass up. You cannot. Yeah. No. So Mike was sleeping on my bunk bed, on the top bunk. <laughs> and I was sleeping in the bottom bunk. We had guys on the floor. Dude, how good of a recruiter is your dad? Uh, You're good. good. The good thing <laughs> right? is a good like, recruiter. The good. good. My dad gets stuff done. But, but we had to work. Dude, Pono so yeah. we would signed wake off up on at 6 a.m. Oh. I, mean, I mean, Pop signed off on they, it. They were like, we'll, we'll cover your airfare if you work. 
Yeah. So I remember we would wake up at six and and coach beach, and then we would go to and <laughs> what? Listen to yeah. this. So listen yeah. to this. And then I come from literally three months a year because our best player was yeah. a football quarterback of our best. Larry Tuiletta was. He was might, yeah. So he was. So he was our best player by far. He won MVP of JOs. I think six years. I would say by 18th year you passed him up. 18th year he couldn't. I mean you were couldn't hit anymore. You were pretty good too. Because he's like, well, <laughs> his quarterback and and volleyball threw out his shoulder, so he couldn't even hit anymore by his 18th year. That's why he couldn't throw. He couldn't do anything. Were you running six two back? What were you doing? We I, we all just played every. We were just moving around. <laughs> really, we're doing it all. <laughs> yeah. It's the most Crazy. amazing thing. So then. Uh, I go from three months maybe we'd never played live we would just pass free balls yeah. for like an hour and then leave so sick. and then just, I go from just... that to these guys who train double days and coach so three practices <laughs> a day no Every Sundays day. off and I was like teams are doing this you're like what this is Yo, you guys bro, are, you don't gotta do you don't gotta thing. do yeah. this this is way too over the top we're he, like he's like military. You're up at six out of bed. I'm like, what? We're waking up at like twelve, like rolling <laughs> out of bed. Weeks. Nice, yeah. We'll, we'll hit good some, for you, actually. We'll That's pepper good for a you. little bit yeah, and then call bit it. Yeah. yeah, but these guys were going nuts, and I remember film sessions, film, and like we had I had a book on. We had a literally scouting report. Scouting every, every team single team at nationals. We so we have a book, and we had never watched. I had never watched <laughs> film until I went no, to my him. dad. My dad, our assistant coach, sat there for weeks. Getting finding YouTube footage or finding footage. I, I, I gotta I gotta meet pops, dude. He's oh well, he's special. Both of our dads I feel like are very like. Well, his yeah. dad. Well, my, yeah. I've known his mom and dad. I've known who they were forever. They won time. Your mom won a couple titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah, she, she did, did. She dude. did. She did. Um, so I was like, they were like, yeah, legends. Yeah. So they don't they don't know me probably, but like you, your parents. I, I need to meet because I need to see what's. I need to talk oh, about coaching your kids. Intense, not yeah. intense household. They're very intense. very very intense household. You're working. My my my. my Kids would be like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? They would, Dude, I, don't know what I was shocked. I was like, what? We're practicing again? <laughs> my kids were like, on the same day? <laughs> my, my kids I were like, be... no, we're not. I'm hopping on the electric bike. I'm going to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was be, I was like, Dude, I'm surprised we're practicing again this week. We got a good session and we're good to go. This is amazing. We're ready for that. We're ready for that. Yeah, I remember the first time I had. Uh, he had ah. d- I just can't believe you guys were that good. Sorry. Go on. Literally, I, the ah. thing was, the thing was, I remember the first time, I tell us all the time, that I remember the first kind of time Micah practiced with us, all of a sudden, like, we go back to serve receive. I think we told us a bunch of times. I don't remember. And you were in left back, and I was in middle back. We were just kind of getting, it was our first serve ever. Yeah. And then they served a couple at Micah, served him high. Instead of setting it, Micah just used his chest. Yeah, just started using his chest. chest. Oh, it didn't go to target. It didn't go to target this but time. I was like, what like, is going special. on? Yeah, I was like, this guy's either special or, or different guy's special. special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh then the hitting lines all of a sudden you just bounce from the roof. I'm like, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be, we're gonna be, okay. <laughs> we're gonna be- Well what was funny was in our Kulukoa practices, there was no talking. So we would go in there and you wouldn't even water break, you don't say a word. There was no even like mine or four or highball. Pops was the only one talking. No one would say a word. Like he was the only one talking. By the Probably. end he didn't talk. Uh, after drill, like, drill, after drill, 15s drill, yeah. or 16s, it was pretty much like a silent meditation almost, I would feel like. That's amazing. And I didn't realize it at the time, but we were basically like, it was a meditative. So we practiced in a meditative so, dude, There's so many different state. ways you can win then. Yeah. yeah. That's we didn't, actually, oh, yeah. If you really want to go to the root of it, that's one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. Everyone thinks you can do this, 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 but there's different ways to win. Totally. Right? Yeah. Totally. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
And yeah, chem- and chemistry. You guys and things. us are night and day differences. Yeah. And chemistry. Because we never shut things. up. Yeah. Chemistry can mean different things too. You can be a verbal communication, yeah. chemistry, oh they have they get along so well. Yeah. Or it can be just I know where my homie is, I yeah. trust him. I don't or we don't like each other, but we push each other. Yeah. And like we Silent get the least. best out of each other, but like we're not hanging what out. What is the dynamic of you three when you're playing in a grass tournament and it's in a big game or it's in an auto game or maybe you're down? What's the dynamic of you three? Cruise control. Yeah. I would say that I we all see the game very similar, very similarly. I think, I think that's the biggest thing is when we talk about things like we all know kind of like the system in a way and how we'll fix yeah. things, and we it's, have the same mindset of how we operate. I would say there's a, I would say each of our roles. I would say me personally, I would say I'll, I'll be the loudest in the court. Mm-hmm. Like I yell a lot more on indoor. It's very between us, very calm, kind of steady. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you'll hear me the more. Joe's the glue that kind of brings it all together. Yeah. And then Mike is obviously the Terminator that just yeah, makes, yeah, yeah. you know. He does the freakish thing. Yeah, well, puts most of the balls down. My job <laughs> yeah. is based, there's, there's a lot of strategy that kind of that people don't I know about. I think Joe, I think what Gage is like, he brings a fire, mm-hmm. as you can tell just in his personality. What Joe does well is that he's uh, good at keeping us accountable. Mm-hmm. We're not good at like, we'll all keep each other accountable, but when it comes to it, Joe will be like, do this. Yeah. Like, stop messing around. Because we can get out of hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you can yeah, yeah, yeah. let the guard down. Yeah. And yeah. Joe will be like, check us. Check us. So. And then I kind of just give advice here and there about what I think we should be doing. I think it, it, there's no, like, sometimes, I think we're all, like, in timeouts a lot of time. We're all talking, like, in big games. There's so, no, like, I would say there's, we always call him. He's coach. So don't get me wrong. Joe's okay. all, Joe will yeah, always so be coach. That's just his demeanor. So let me ask you this. Like, you know who your opponent, opponent is coming up and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah let me ask you this. Who... Do other teams now that you guys are known and you're going through these tournaments? Do they want you? Do they want a piece? Yes. Like, is it about? Yes and are no. Are you the team that everyone goes? That's the team, or is it just a huge yeah. community where they're no? Yeah. It's a yes and no. People, the people who are people want us. It's like kind of like people also want to kind of like for example, we had a tournament in Orange County. Orange, yeah. the Honeycomb one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people just want to come play us to kind of experience that. And I'm not trying to say like oh we're. But yeah. It's like it's. I would say that we bring a different kind That's of life I mean. to and the game. And now I think game. virally, it's people are seeing it, right? So yeah. when you go to Wisconsin or you go to these places, they, they probably want a piece. Yeah, yeah. And then I there's like that. exactly, and then there's the other side of people just like, all right, we want to take these guys off, take them off, yeah. off the pedestal. Are those players just people like we would know or don't know? They're just coming Dude, out of life. They're all over the place. Uh, are they ex college guys? Like what's? They only play grass. They play there's every these guys weekend. who just play grass, and they'll beat a lot of guys that shoes, come out from no California. Shoes, no shoes. We play shoes. shoes. Everybody That's how shoes? you know. If, no. if, the top players shoes. The top players, top except players for the best team. Yeah. Well, one of the guys. Very, very rarely. If you know a guy's real, or throw shoes on. What guy plays in Crocs? And, and you know, no, you know, no, no, no. This guy is all-American team. No way. Yes. Grass, all-American. Crazy. Crazy. Gnarliest angles. Huge. Is it amazing for you guys who, like, played, like, I mean, you know everyone from the last however many. You yeah, play, just jump like, to be like, community. Like, who is this dude? Yes, yeah. it's like, so sick. Play, that, that's the thing I'm yeah, Alpaca. That's the thing I'm Alpaca. It's like totally. It's, that's see, totally a thing. Because you can just turn around. It's like hoops going to a rec center and be like, dude, this guy's balling. Yeah, you know what I mean. You go exactly. to like exactly. Yeah, totally. And, and what I think about because once you get a once you get in the playoffs at Alpaca, it's sixty four. Is it sixty four or thirty two? Uh, thirty two usually. Thirty two single teams. Limit at that point. Single elimination at that point. Fifteen. Uh, no, no, no. Old rally t- score. No, no, no. New, uh, new school. And the first ra- yeah, first ones are 28, 20, and then it's best oh. out of three. Yeah, so it's like a beach tournament now. Yeah, for like, yeah okay. And the thing is, is like you see all these teams, and like an insane amount. Like you just turn around just for a second, and you just see incredible plays. And the thing is, is that I, for me personally, I just like look, and I'm like, 
there are some insane battles going on in the first two, three rounds of, of the playoffs that you don't yeah. even see. And, like, sometimes you kind of see in playoffs, like, like who did that team lose to? Like, like what happened? Like, like Do they have insane. a center court? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Next to the bar. Really good one. Oh, so yeah. So when it comes down to semis finals, is everyone... Yeah. Oh, it's oh, yeah. big, dude. I went to the get bathroom and I couldn't they get can't. in. I was like, it was like eight rows Is there a lake nearby, or is it all? No, there is. No, but near, we're in a, we're in a, nearby. But the you're like on a huge field. Like yeah, huge. huge. You never see anything like it. It's on a ranch. I'm and like picturing motherlobes. It was like we had a football field and we had the sand course. Like I can't even picture how three thousand. What they put? There's there's almost three thousand teams. And so you never see anything like. And it. then they put center court in front of a barn. And Will the, you guys be and, doing a lot of video from there this time? Yeah. Like uh, we do, we do every year. We do, we have a vlog every year. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to send. Center court is legit. We'll send the vlog from last they had, year. They had yeah, the yeah, Star yeah. banner with the the big flag with like twenty people it. holding it. That fire got like fireworks before. And now we're going. Uh, you and your boy, uh, what's his name, that comes on your videos? Jake? Eli, Jake. Yeah. What does he look like? Uh, he was just on your Small. video. Lua. Yeah. You yeah, guys yeah, are yeah. talking. About you're going to you're going to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that new? Yeah. We, we're hosting with uh, with Gen Z, a company over there. Seven Gen. So Seven that's Gen. Fun. Damn it. Every that's time. fun for you. Yeah. Super Obviously. fun for me. We're hosting a party Super too. It's going to be lit. Yeah. Gator. In Lonnie Park. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> come on. Like, <laughs> have you been to Hawaii? Have you been to Hawaii mean, Gator Way? You know I what I'm mean, saying? Have you raged? I've had some. Yes. Many times. I've had some of my great <laughs> MC moments in Hawaii. We used to do King of the Beaches over there. Yeah. We were doing that for a couple years back in when you were a kid, man. 04, 05 ish, 06. I got to go to Hawaii. Question. Yeah. You don't have to answer this. Yes, I'll go to Hawaii you, with you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But you can go to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of MC, mm-hmm. do you try? Are you like for the most part? You're like, okay, I'm gonna stay sober, or is it sometimes like, you know, I'm so gonna, good. I'm gonna loosen up um, right now. Such a great question. Early Gator, '97, <laughs> 2000, whatever. Um, he liked to, he liked to rage a little bit, more and uh, it, you know, uh, but then it started to be a little more of like the voice and not losing it and yeah. it wasn't oh, as like I was true. doing more TV so it was more rage when the tournament ended my early years I mean dude I was your guys' age yeah. with my boys all that's on tour crazy. that's so sick I mean it was like one say one of your boys was yeah. the MC yeah that's <laughs> Jake Myers oh, a little my, dude yeah like what if Jake Myers was the MC and you'd yeah. just be out you know, I'd be in leisure suits I'd that's just be whatever crazy, yeah. and then it changed once I started to like right. move up a little bit and it became a little more TV job and I was doing a little bit of both um so I stopped kind of, you know, I would still have a couple pops, but um, now I love to like, you know, it was awesome was, I want to say last year, if, if they do it this year, last year was my 19th straight year at least doing some tournament. Because once I retired from the AVP, Leonard Amato had the World Series of Beach Volleyball as an FIVB event, so I did four more years. So I was up to about 18, 19 years, and then the McKibbins had me do their four-man last year in Texas. Yes, I heard that. That's, that's and that was sick. really cool, dude. Like, they paid me to come out. And it was really cool how they treated me and got me out there. And I love those style of announcing now. Like, I don't know if I could go do four days. Yeah. But you give me one day. Yeah. You give me one turn, like, the best games. I know I can still, I still got it. Yeah. That's so the thing sick. that we. I still, and, and that's what I love now. And it's not yeah. screaming anymore. Yeah. Like, I have my moments. But now it's more about I just love. And that's what it's about with the solstice for me. That's the thing about the solstice. I'm the MC of the solstice yeah. in the finals. Yeah. So for me to be in the final, they were freaked out. Yeah. So I MC the solstice and I MC Labor Day, and that's my deal. And I'll step up in the semis and just start going. And uh, and it's more just now. It's just, you know, the same thing with McKibbins. It was more just fun, like dialogue and, you know, all the homies, you know, Casey Patterson's guys that I used to announce and stuff. So I think it was fun for them and it was fun for me. And uh, so I love to do those kind of things now. I, dude, I'd come out for a tournament 
I just still like to do it if it's a fun atmosphere. We gotta get him out to Wisconsin one day. You know day. what I mean? If it's a we fun do. atmosphere, dude. Well, that's what I think is so special about volleyball. And you're yeah. in. It's really cool that you have a perspective on two communities. Yeah. Two athletic communities, that you can kind of like use your perspective on one to look at the other. But I think volleyball is so special because of the, like a six man. Yeah. Or like we're not yeah. gonna be the most special in an Olympic sport, but like we get a people dressing up. And then you get the four men, and then you get a grass, and then like the tournaments, like you don't see baseball tournaments no. or I mean, think about basketball the grass world that you're now in. Think about Fuddruckers in Florida for the beach, yeah. or Seaside Oregon, exactly. or the six man. Everyone has their thing. And exactly. It's all based around volley. Four man, three man, six man. Like that's cool. Exactly. There's that's so many cool. different styles and so much yeah. fun around. There's just yeah. not like basketball tournaments that are known. All across yeah. that, where people are dressing up in uh, costumes. Or... You know how I even started announcing? The first time I ever picked up a microphone was 1995 Cabo. Cabo used to have a six-man tournament. No you'd have, way! You'd have one, one female, the rest male, and it would always be on Easter weekend when there was no AVP, and everybody would go, every AVP guy, and we'd all go. And I started going right after college, and I'll never forget losing wow. in like the quarters of the semis, and I went out to swim, and all of a sudden all my boys were like, you're getting here, and they're like, dude, announce, they need an announcer, announce the final. I didn't know how to announce. And all my boys were in the final playing against each other. And my team had just lost. And I'm like, okay. And I just, dude, I just went. And they started feeding me cocktails. And I was up on, <laughs> I was up on like, the, I forget what Young it was, what, whatever hotel that was right by the office. And I was perched up. And the Macarena was <laughs> was was new. <laughs> so I had learned it that week. So I was doing that. I was doing the all my vo- different voices. I was in Marv Albert, all kind, and that's when I first emceed my first ever tournament. Fast forward three years. So then the next year I did it. Then I'm doing small little tournaments. Fast forward to 1997, 98, when all of a sudden like Jim Marico, who was an announcer, Sam Lagano was an announcer. Their wives were pregnant. Ownership was changing. The AVP was going bankrupt. John Stevenson, who has now passed away, was a legendary. Uh, AVP guy, and he was good friends with Mike Dodd, who's obviously you know friends with all you guys. And um, Johnny the Steve was now running the turn the AVP, and it was interesting because all my boys were like, "Oh, you got to get Geeter, Geeter." And he was like, "Is that the guy that was in Cabo?" He was there. He goes, "I love that guy. Bring him in." And I went in and I met him and Steve and Jim Rico the was there. Things, Jim Rico, the announcer, was there. Jim was there, and we talked. And I'm like, I had no idea what I was doing. And Jim and I, I walked downstairs, took the elevator down by our cars. Jim and I spent an hour together. And he's like, dude, I'll teach you what I know. And come on out. And I went for free. And I went, first event was Tucson, Arizona. True story. I was about to in, uh, introduce Kent, Kent Steffes, Adam Johnson, and Karch I were playing together. And I forget who Kent was playing with. And Jim gave me, he goes, dude, do an intro. And dude, I threw the mic back at him. I panicked. <laughs> threw the mic back. Didn't know, what, didn't know how to do an intro. Yeah. And then as the tournament went on, I started doing the worm. I was out there announcing. Yeah. And like I that that year, those guys gave me eight tournaments by myself. Oh. And my first ever tournament by myself was in a, a mall at San Antonio. And Emmanuel Rego won the tournament. Oh, the mall? famous Brazilian. Dude, it was outside in a parking lot in a mall in San Antonio. 125 degrees, it felt like. And they won the finals. And that was my first ever alone tournament. And by the next year, ownership changed again. I was the guy. But the first time I ever announced was a tournament, a Cabo six yeah, man. That, and that led to that's that what one I mean. day like, and your you know friends I mean? telling like, you to. So it's all led like to your whole so career. Many little, totally. right? Like the tournaments around the, that have their that's own so culture. Cool. Yeah, so it was pretty funny. Here we are. Well, unfortunately, here we are. Thanks, guys. We're literally 
we could go on forever. Yeah. We could go on forever, but we're, our camera's dying right here. Um, Geeter. Hey, I'm I just want to say this. Uh, I love what you guys do. That's why when they you and I started texting, like, you guys are awesome. Like, they I feel like you guys are thriving and bringing the game to a whole new thing. I think it's the coolest thing ever, so that's why I wanted to be, come on. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, it. Man, and we appreciate the drink. The, drink. the, the drink. The drinks are spot on. The, the mules are set everything up. And uh, if Very you guys well. ever need anything, I'm, I'm always there for you. You're the man, Geeter. appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. Wrap it up here. It's been another episode presented by Out of System.